Well, hello everyone. This is now April 14th, is it? I should be. Uh, yes, it is. April 14th. Tuesday. It's hard to keep up with the dates. The days of the week uh, often seems like three or four. Last week felt like there was four Saturdays. Um, that probably because of Good Friday, Easter, Passover, and all that. But um, we're excited about sharing with you again and having a time of of communion and um you know perhaps just uh just sharing a few minutes and um it's just some stuff i was writing actually something i just released on our facebook as well and and just an aspect that's so fresh in my mind it's hard for me to talk about anything else but that right now you know there's um even within the body of christ there's uh those you know, cautioning about following conspiracy theories and and those who consider themselves the truthers or the ones that are awake and woke, and um, and you know, there it just becomes a a good time to do some proper processing on that, and and so I'm going to um, yeah, kind of identify a reality for we'll say both sides: those who warn of conspiracy theories and those who are the woke. Uh, truthers and you know or who call themselves who that. call themselves that yeah you know i think for anybody even uh, minimally discerning even for the tiny discerners and not to uh heap a an insult at anyone there has to be recognition that this is a time of exposure a time of uh anybody has been following uh, prophetic words of the last couple of few years um, that this is a time deeper corruption was going to be revealed that um, injustice being stopped being revealed if, if you know this is not behind the scenes this is known even mainstream media has published of 30 million sex trafficked or human trafficked million and so all that that that's not even you're yeah. saying surely we can all agree that something there's some level of exposure of darkness right now right yeah and and because of that to you know attempt to take the moral and quote high moral road of um conspiracy theories are ridiculous is really just kind of to fall in line with the deceiver it's just to say yeah um you know everything is exactly as it seems and what is being uh, told us by mainstream is exactly as it is. And so I think everybody with even a drop of discernment, so I, I don't even have a, a, an interactive conversation. <laughs> Y'all are getting to hear the real Johnny right now. Everyone with any drop of discernment. And no, something going, is going on. Just tell us what you really think, Johnny. And there are, there are, things, being, um, there are things being revealed. Uh, yeah. And so, and it is part of an awakening as I've been saying, there's a rude awakening pre- preceding right. uh, the great awakening. And so, having said that, uh, Elizabeth can tell you that for years, even in early on in my messages, I would have to point out, um, uh, I would bash in some ways conspiracy theories. And, and those who follow that and just didn't really want to hang with people very long who wanted to delve into them. 
Yeah, it just felt like a distraction and like who could even prove it and what's the point even taking time to look at all that? Well, it's, that wasn't really my processing. What was uh, your processing? My processing wasn't who could... Uh, my process, when I would go deep, when people ask about it, I'd share, and that's the verses I want to read out of, out of Psalms chapter 2. And Psalm chapter 2, first two verses, Why do the nations conspire and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Mm -hmm. And they go, let us break their chains, let us throw off their fetters. So this was written some 2,500 years ago, 2,500 years ago. And, and what does it tell me? It's like, it's not that conspiracy theories, I would be against them, not because they weren't true. I, I would go deeper, and I'd say, they're of course true. There has never been a time on this planet when there is not a conspiracy to take over, to take control. It is always true. And there has been conspiracy theories all the way back to Lucifer um, doing what he did. He, he conspired. This is a reality of life. My point then, and really we can say even for now, Mm -hmm. uh, this is why it's just going to be a very nuanced processing that I think can help us right now, Mm -hmm. is um, that if you, and this is what I would find, the people who would go too deeply into the conspiracy theory. See, I grew up in that. I grew up, the books around us, none dare call it conspiracy, none dare call it treason. And we were so over-instructed on conspiracy that we, it, it, it tended to make you feel helpless and the older you stay in on it, it can make you feel depressed, helpless and depressed, and you get in survivalist mode, and you have your survivalist gear ready to uh, to head for the hills at the, at the right at the right moment. And um, and the more you study, uh, again, the worse it gets. And so so point number one, a conspiracy theory is always there. Are, there are always this is a reality for always. And the, and the Lord knows that. Why do the nations conspire? The people's plot in vain. The kings of the earth take their stand. The rulers gather together against the Lord. There is always a conspiracy of evil against good and mm-hmm. God and against people. And, and so we want to be aware of it. There's no doubt about that there's one now. And, and even what has almost always existed, and we, and we could see it real clear now, is that there's not just one. There's multiple, multiple that you find them. In fact, these conspirators coming from different camps and angles are going to run into each other at some point. You could look at today and say, okay, what's traditionally thought as the the deep state, open society, Soros, Illuminati, Bilderberger, CFR, if we even lump them all together, which is doubtful that you could actually lump them. But even if you allow, they are working together in some ways, but at some point you've figure one of those groups wants to take the lead in it. But if you count them as one, then, you know, previously in, in recent years, we've been afraid of, afraid of the Islamic, uh, um, the, uh, they call them the, the extreme Islamic um, world global takeover plan that is encouraged by their Quran. The Quran and Muhammad has essentially told them by any means, by the sword, whatever. So we have an Islamic world takeover plan. You have the deep state uh, takeover plan. There is many that believe there's a Vatican, uh, a a deep, kind of a deep state of the Vatican itself. And and then you have the Chinese communist takeover plan, which seems to have been through a whole new strategy of 
bringing the world under them through uh, economic um, strong arming and other things, and we could look into in depth. But anyway, as you can see, as you go about and keep doing this, it becomes dizzying. It becomes dizzying to figure out who actually is in the strongest position to pull off what they're trying to do, and that's not even looking. Okay, is is Russia a wild card? Is is are they have their own thing? Is is Russia the bear that rises up? And and it's a dizzying and disempowering way to live life, and so. Being a truther or being woke can be overrated the value of it. And so I'm, I'm, I'm speaking on both sides of this. I'm, va I'm validating those who are woke. And I'm also validating in some minimal measure those who say it's, 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 uh, it's not helpful to follow conspiracy theories. But I want to identify a uniqueness of this day. And that's the point. And then we'll, I'll, I'll finish this and we'll go to a communion time. The communion is very relevant uh, to all this. Um, I believe, you know, the Lord is allowing us and wants us to see it this time. There has been this prophetic uh, message that cleansing is coming. I've raised, given Trump a Cyrus anointing, and he's called to take down some Babylon uh, deep state stuff. He talks about the uh, bronze gates, the iron, iron, the bars of iron, and all these other things. And so this time... A lot of times the Lord just takes care of things and disempowers things. We have no knowledge about it. He just, he, uh, uh, he's just there doing it. Now, I, I have misreading the key scripture there because it tells us there are always conspires against the Lord. But then it takes us to verse 4. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then he rebukes them in his anger and he terrifies them in his wrath. That's been my point whenever I've preached before. Why follow conspiracy theory? Because he who sits in the heaven is laughing at them. And the closer they are to executing their plan, the louder he's laughing at them. But then there's anger because in what they're doing, there is injustice and there is hurting people and killing people and a plan and a plan to do so. But that we want to identify with he who is empowered, who he who is enthroned. Again, you follow it's funny how small God gets the more you go down what they call the rabbit hole of information of finding out who all's planning and plotting what. He becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. And in our eyes. In our tempting. own eyes. Yeah. 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 You know how that is. And, and so, in fact, I've had to be careful. I've been more invited and allowed by the Lord to go deeper and deeper into what the enemy has been doing. At some points I have to pull out and like, wow, are you still in charge? And, um, and so there is... There is a diminishing returns of knowing too much. So it's not just about, it's an awesome thing to know everything that's going on. But I believe there's a purpose, and it's because he is taking us into a great awakening. He is taking us into a time where we target the nations, where we step into the kingdom age to the next level. And so in, in, in stepping into the kingdom age, this next level, he wants, he wants us to know what he's delivering from this time, that it is a rescue operation. And it really, if he did not uh, come down and, and do this, we would be in grave trouble. And so we're finding out things, even those who consider themselves woke are being shocked by what's already being discovered. And I think most everybody's going to be shocked to even the next level at what gets revealed, even if not all gets revealed, of what's been going on in the plots and conspiracies and things. But part of this great awakening is it's an awakening to the church, how we've had, you know, I'll say we've had a lot of smoke and mirrors coming from our, 
our church and church meetings. It's not been extensively that. There's been the good. But we really, we have to admit that it's on our, on our, our watch that the deep darkness has gone multi-generational in depth. And it is because we have abandoned the original kingdom cultural mandate that Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth, you are the light of the world. And we did so at a time, not when the enemy was powerful and strong like he's been now in the seven mountains, but we did so um, really affected even by um, this. There was a leaven that came in and, and weakened the whole church. And I'll call it the leaven of escapism. And the escapism, Jesus is coming right around the corner, just get people saved. Uh, or some, uh, the escapism, uh, I could take 10 more minutes to tell how it affected in different ways than just believing in a premature rapture. But there's been a leaven that came into the church that disempowered the church, that disempowered the sons and daughters of the king who found some theological excuse and reason to not have to be salt and light. And so God does want us to know how much darkness advanced on our watch. Not to condemn us with it, not to shame us. A lot of it was from uh, previous generation, previous generations, but we participated in it as well. But he wants this great awakening that's coming to be preceded by a rude awakening. And the rude awakening is, wow, look what happened just because we refused to follow Jesus' original message. Matthew 5, 6, and 7. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. The salt doesn't fulfill its role. You will get trampled by what you don't salt. And we're finding out that that is a reality. So there's something unique about this. This is a time to know some measure of conspiracy theory and what's been really going on behind the scenes and be woke because he wants us to know an aspect of it, even if he doesn't let us see it all. He wants us to know because the awakening we let us step into now, into the kingdom assignment, the kingdom mandate, the reformation mandate, it's got to be one, this has got to be something that propels us as never before. No more being satisfied with just showing up and, and spectator Christianity and checking off I went to church, which has been a high percentage of Christianity in the United States, has been checking off your religious deal. And this can never, never happen again. So hopefully that just helps you a little bit in processing as we're moving forward what what has been happening and what's been going on. So this is a Passover season. Again, I believe a unique, unique Passover season and um, a rare one in history. And he's leading the nations out of bondage as well. And so we have to be awakened to what Egypt was really doing to us and what they had in mind to do to us. And then the nations be uh, are to be led forward into a promised land potential, moving, uh, moving into freedom, the freedoms that God provides for us freedom of worship, et cetera, et cetera. So and it's for that reason, wisdom. pardon? Go ahead. It is for that reason that we, you know, partake of, of community, the blood, uh, uh, the cup that represents the blood, the body, his body was broken. It was, this all happened, not just for souls to be saved, but it happened so that nations could become, that was Jesus said, all authority in heaven and earth given to me, go there for disciple nations. The assignment is the discipling of nations into all that Christ is. Anyway. So much wisdom. That's really good, really important, and I love your perspective. I'm getting some good feedback on the chat here too. Um, one person said, I've noticed conspiracy theory is used 
that terminology is used to avoid answering legitimate questions. Absolutely. Yeah, and we would agree with that. Um, that is definitely an agenda of some of the mainstream media right now is to make those that are asking legitimate questions look like we're kooky. And um, so... And we know, not to interrupt, but we know that the term conspiracy theory was actually invented by, it it was designed, it it was a term invented years ago, decades ago by the CIA, and they knew that would chase off, it would discredit intellectually uh, intimidate someone, and it would discredit whistleblowers and whatever. Oh, yes, that's that's Mm -hmm. weak-willed conspiracy theory. Yes. And, and. Yeah, we don't want to fall to that right now, yes. Yeah, that's good, honey. That's so so much wisdom, so balanced. Um, awesome. Well, let's... You want to do it, Elizabeth? Remember the Lord. Um, oh, you want me to do it? I'm good either way. Here's, we'll take the bread right now. Thank you for your body, Jesus. Yeah. I'm just amazed at how um, at how real you are. Like there are times when you just seem so close and so uh, tangible, and and like we can just touch you. Like you're just right here. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful that there's such a thin veil um, between us and the throne room and all of those who have gone before us who are waiting with Jesus, with the Father, for us to all be together again. And we just acknowledge um, the unity that we have in you, Jesus, because of what you did, because you laid your life down for us, because you chose us with every... Um, decision that you made when you were here on the earth that led you to the cross. And we're grateful for the fact that you laid your body down. You literally laid your your life and all that we know to be life, all the fun choices, anything that makes this life easier and more comfortable and more... Um, full of joy and fullness, you gave up every bit of that. I was even just thinking how your own father here, your earthly father, who you loved, I know you loved him. You loved Joseph. He protected you. He he protected your mom and the affinity that the two of you, I'm sure, had together. He taught you his trade. and And yet, he died when you were young he died and and i know that your heart would have been to raise him from the dead or to heal him before he got to the point of dying and it wasn't the right time and you had to endure saying goodbye to your your earthly father and you know the ache and pain of that and there's so many instances like that of things that you went through laying your life down every day for us. And then you you did the ultimate expression of that when you um, allowed the very ones that you were dying for to, to, um, to take your life from you. Mm-hmm. And we say thank you. 
and we take every bit that you intended for us to have um, from that into our own bodies right now. Yes, we take the bread. You know, I needed to, and this is a good time to read a couple of verses in Psalms chapter 2. Before we take the blood. The that goes with it. It's right in the vine. middle of the bread. and, and mm-hmm. the, Because we like that scripture. You know, it's after he says, he who sits in the heaven laughs. He then leads us to verse 8, ask of me and I'll give the nations to you for an inheritance. And we apply it as, yes, we're asking the Lord. But if you even read the, the context before then, he says in verse 6, I have installed, I've installed my king on Zion. And then the Lord says to him at the end of verse 7, you are my son. Today I've become your father. Ask of me and I'll make the nations your inheritance. So it's really, it is... Yes, we can identify with the Son that we are the body of Jesus, and so we're asking the same way. But it's the Son who asks the nations for an inheritance, ends of the earth, your possession. You will rule them with an iron scepter. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. And one version of the Bible says, well, it says in verse 12, Kiss the Son, S-O-N, lest he be angry. And you be destroyed in your way. What it clearly makes uh, abundantly uh, obvious and, uh, and the truth for us, it is that the Lord is the ruler of the earth and that the price he paid was not just for souls to be saved. He wasn't just trying to get escapees from earth into heaven. He had a plan of rulership, the establishment of his kingdom on earth, and that a significant um, part of that as we commune together as we remember what he did it's not just to remember the personal by his stripes we were healed and safe that's good we've been doing this every day so we're rehitting that over and over and it's a wonderful thing to do but this was also done so that nations would come into alignment with the king of kings so the king's kingdom would be made manifest and so this is what will We'll take the blood of Jesus, and we agree with you, Lord Jesus. We agree that um, in this time, Lord, where the nations are standing, the nation, seemingly every one of them, in the valley of decision, and, um, and at a time where you are going after the nations as never before, the Lamb's agenda, you, the Lamb of God, your agenda for nations kicks in as never before. We agree with you. We agree to our part in it. We agree to staying alive, staying woke towards it, and um, and we thank you even today for what you will do uh, to showcase your power among the nations of the world. So let's take that which yes. represents the blood. We declare your healing over our nations. We declare your healing over our perspectives of you. And we declare your healing over each area of culture and each system that we've put into place um, that does not reflect the truth of who you are, what you're like, and your heart towards us. And we thank you that all of these systems um, you have given to us by what you did on the cross and by raising yourself from the dead. You handed authority to us 
to bring the truth of who you are and your healing power, the healing power that is in your blood into each of these systems and areas of culture and the kingdoms of this world. And um, we thank you that even in this time of hiddenness, you are continuing to prepare us to launch even further into those areas of influence. And we want to be ready. And we each want to um, be found with oil in our lamps, burning bright and um, connected in intentional ways with you. So we ask that you would just continue in this hidden time to um, make us experts on who you are so that when, um, when we have opportunities to have impact, we properly represent and reflect who you are and we have access to all of the solutions that are already prepared for each of these scenarios and problems. And again, we just declare and ask for um, wisdom for those that are making decisions on our behalf right now, God. We ask that you would empower them with um, wisdom that can only be found in you. And thank you and your humility, you make it available. Amen. Amen. Well, we uh, we are excited about connecting with you again tomorrow, and um, we know the Lord has something fresh to do and to speak and to say every day, and um, may the Lord's presence be clearly felt in every household that's listening to us right now. May his blessing be felt over you and your household, over your business, your finances, your health, your wealth. And we thank all of you for joining together. And let's continue to um, stay engaged, to stay spiritually relevant as it relates to what God is doing among the nations. Amen. Amen. It's good. It, I just want to remind you guys that um, if you haven't been through our RISE course, it's 50% off if you use the code RISE50, R-I-S-E-5-0. And I especially love the bonus videos in there. So if you've gone through the course but you haven't gotten to the bonus videos, um, all of the videos in the course are really short. So you can take 5-10 minutes here or there and just slowly over time make your way through the course. It's very doable and um, just if, uh, if that's a way we can serve you during that this time, that's just a privilege and an honor for us. And we love you as one, yes. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all tomorrow.